Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Next Real Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Real team gets together to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, and the hotly debated weekly list challenge. This week is slapped. 
fantastic. I'm Pete Wright, and I am here with the bearded wonder himself, Kyle Olson of the Olson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ray Delancey. I'm like, but I'm here. <laughs> Hello, Kyle. And his exact opposite, facially speaking, Tommy Metz the third. <laughs> it's me. I mean, was here the whole time. It's in <laughs> inverted Kyle, Tommy Metz. Uh, it is the 16th. Good morning. I hope uh, as of April, you have in the U.S. finished your taxes. You guys, you guys good? Did you do your taxes? Do we need to? Yeah. Well, not not good. But, but we, don't. I mean, we don't need to take a break so that you can go no. wrap up the good work, the Lord's work. I don't. Of the I don't pay name. American taxes. <laughs> I'm I'm my own country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. legally, yeah, I, I don't have to. But yeah. I do. I do pay space taxes. <laughs> Weird, right? I wonder if you could start. Do you have any? If I say taxes in film, what can? What do you immediately think of? Your favorite movie that involves taxes? Um, what? Untouchables. You know what? Didn't they get I thought about version? Untouchables too. I think you're right. I think yeah. it might be Untouchables. Tom, I noticed you looked at your bookshelf of fifteen things. Uh, is any one of those things involving taxes? Uh, <laughs> don't th- but wait. there's like eight copies of the secret, <laughs> so I mean, like, they're not really 15. Well, that's one secret blown. <laughs> <laughs> well, they keep putting out new editions. Like, what's the new secret? <laughs> My favorite part of the secret. Wait, have I already talked about this on this Probably. podcast? Because I watched yeah. The Secret um, a long time ago, and I thought it was outstandingly stupid. And oh, sorry, no, wait. Uh, I thought it was great because I know that listeners of this, we have one listener who's a big fan. Yes. My favorite part of The Secret was this one guy, because they're all a bunch of weird charlatan people, and he's sitting in his living room and he's like, when I like go to the mall or go shopping, I like send out my wish laser of like, I'm going to find a parking space. And about 15 minutes after I arrive, I find that spot. (laughs) That's called parking. 15 minutes. You're not even doing a good job. You found a parking spot. Also, if you you have the power of the secret. Are you using it for parking? Because well, uh, like, yeah, there's so that's much weird. better things you could be doing with the secret. Yes, you guys. Yes. Now, come on. You, fi- oh, I, you find I that know. last little bit of coin in the chair. Would you agree it's possible that the publishers of Entertainment Weekly were not using the secret and therefore have to oh, halt yeah. printing uh, their printed edition in April of 2022. The secret is that paper is The expensive. secret is that supply chains and paper and all the things, and everybody's using computers anyway, and so we're real sad about that. Uh, it is. Entertainment Weekly stops producing physical copies of it. Magazine shifting to a fully online thing. And I didn't notice this until it was pointed out to me because I can't remember the last time I touched paper uh, in the form of a magazine. Uh, you guys? <laughs> Yeah, I had a subscription for yeah. this for years and Me years too. and years and years and years. This was my first favorite. This and Premiere. Mm. Oh, um, yes. I actually know someone that works, uh, a guy named Patrick, who's in Miscast with me. That show that Mandy uh, uh, Kaplan makes. He's uh, one of the reporters or editors for it, and so he told me about the big day when they got everyone like on a Zoom and like mm. fired enormous amounts of people. It was very. But apparently, they're not. They're they're really going to like up their digital game. Because, did you know, he said they were making money. Yeah. Oh. They were still profitable. This is, they're seeing the writing on the wall and Mm. moving ahead of the game to everyone's just going to want us to digital. So apparently they're going to be really like stepping up that. Mm. Interesting. Well, it's interesting. I mean, seeing the writing on the wall in 2022 seems like um, 
Boy, you're just yeah, you're really waiting until the wall has already been knocked down uh, again. (laughs) Yeah, why was it written in hieroglyph (laughs) for you? Exactly, (laughs) you're not really that prescient anymore. Um, It will be put into a new uh, organizational unit at Barry Diller's IAC called, and this is what I really care about your opinions on. The new unit is called Mm. Dot Dash Meredith. I don't. What? I don't have anything else. Like I went to, to school with a dot. Dash, dash Meredith, the mostly digital stable of brands managed by Dot Dash, since before the merger includes the Spruce, Serious Eats, and Trip Savvy. They will now be getting People and EW. Dot Dash Wait, Meredith. The, the company, the, the the subset of the company is called Dot Dot Dash. Dot Dash. Wow. How does Meredith? Well, here's the thing. Look, what is Meredith? Creeping around the block. Meredith was the original holding company that was bought by Diller and IAC um, last year. And so Meredith is this sub-brand under IAC. And Meredith had owned all of Time Inc.'s stuff, but they dumped Time, Fortune, Sports Illustrated, keeping people in Entertainment Weekly. But they now are going to be reorganized under dot dash as dot dash meredith and they will now include <laughs> i assume entertainment weekly people and the spruce series seats and trip savvy how do you feel now do you feel better is this good podcasting i can't remember I, anymore I, from an it perspective don't call any of your stuff dot dash because then when you're giving the url they need to go to to yep. like upload their documents <laughs> then it's like you go okay you go to dot dash slash dash dot <laughs> dot dash <laughs> Slash Meredith. Yes. What? Yeah. Wait, what? How many? It's going to be the only URL Meredith? that'll still require the www though. So you could be sure it's yeah. www.dot.com. <laughs> Anyhow, it is a it, it is a sad day uh, for those lovers of print. I feel like I shed all the tears uh, back when um, they stopped delivering my phone book. So. Uh, oh, I was going to say when TV guy. Right. <laughs> right. Kyle, do you want to talk about Nimona? do I'm, I'm so happy when the, a, a film gets a, a happy ending so um, when uh, Disney was on one of their many buying sprees uh, and and got uh, blue sky Studios there was a project that was in in production at the time a new didn't film like, this is for the people who make Ice Age um, they did oh. before Disney fired everyone uh, and so they had a film so this was actually based on a webcomic which became a book. Uh, written by Andy Stevenson, uh, one I was a huge fan of of their work, I, uh, and uh, and so I was super excited that they were going to make a big animated movie out of this thing, and it was coming along, and it was seventy five percent of the way done, and Disney saw it and went, no, no, oh, pass, and they just fired everyone, and basically I'm like, did they just wiped the hard drives? I don't know. They're just like they're done. But now Netflix has stepped up and said, no, we'll finish that because oh. because they're not stupid. Like, like you can like walk over to Blue Sky Studios, pay a quarter of the amount of money and get a brand new fully animated feature from the guys who made the Ice Age. Yeah, you do that. Right. I don't know. It's like I guess it didn't fit into Disney's proper brand because there's LGBTQ um, representation in there and we can't have that over at the House of oh, Mouse these that days. that one. Yeah. OK, yes, I am aware of this one. OK, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I mean, it's, it's not like work. they're so not back, already so it's, it's freaking out about, you know, I, I think Lightyear had the gay kiss, that controversy, like yeah. all of this stuff is, is you know, it's it's growing pains for a a uh, deceptively conservative uh, uh, management 
uh, rank at Disney. They're figuring it out. They have to they have to grow through some of these things. Uh, but I have to say, in terms of Nick Bruno and, and Troy Quayne, uh, I quite enjoyed Spies in Disguise. I'm excited to see what comes next. I thought yeah, it was very it's funny. Like, it's surprisingly <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> for a really dumb, really premise, dumb premise. It was actually surprisingly yeah, good. Yeah, I actually, uh, I thought it was it, it was worth some laughs. So uh, I think this is fantastic. And Chloe Grace uh, Moretz and, and Riz Ahmed and the voice cast, uh, it seems like a really neat property. And, it's, and, and, and right now, if you want to check it out, it's a really good book. Oh, too. good. Yes. Link, I'll put the link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. There you go. Tom, let's. Yeah, there's even an audio book of it, too. So if you're, if you're one of those people. Wait, an audio book of a graphic novel? Stock in pneumonia. I, I like I am I'm 100 percent invested in Andy Stevenson. I've been a fan for years. They, they, they did uh, this thing called The Broship of the Ring. And like it was like just fan art that they had put up. That was the idea of like the Fellowship of the Ring. If they were all hipsters. And so it's like they're all like you know, and they did a whole series of it. And it was That's hilarious, funny. and I became a fan of theirs uh, from that point on, and have been following their career ever since. They did Lumberjanes, and I uh, was uh, one of the main people who did Shira, the new Shira that was just on Netflix. Okay, uh, when they transferred sure, over to animation, sure. uh, so I've been I've been following all the way. So anything I could do to hype their work, they're fantastic. That's awesome. So. I uh, I have not seen Ambulance. Tom, should I care? <laughs> I'm the yes. one that saw it. <laughs> tell us the table of Ambla Ants. Ambla Ants. Well, I can tell you first and foremost, somebody made a mistake and told Michael Bay about drone cameras. <laughs> boy, boy. That is the... Boy, boy, boy. And he uses all of them. Like 19 shots start at the top of a building and then it spins around and goes down all the way down the building and then out into the street. And then the ambulance like drives by real quick. <laughs> There's no reason for it. It's really well acted trash and it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It's really what movie theaters are made for. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just huge and loud and there's shots and you know everything that's going to happen from the beginning. And, um, but everyone in it is really kind of neat and it's got some fantastic stunts and everything. I don't care about Michael Bay, but I'm glad he's not making Transformer movies anymore. <laughs> I'm surprised it did so terrible though. Ambulance? Like it is a legitimate, I, I like a real failure. I don't know. I just, I thought there was like, the most interesting thing is that it is, with 11,000 votes, it is a 6.5 out of 10 on the IMDb scale, and that is over the six-star ratings. Right. So it is worth seeing. Why is it panned? I don't know. And the reviews aren't that bad. I It yeah. just didn't click. I think I one know. of the reasons is because the trailer shows the entire movie. And I know that's like cliche to say, yeah. but it legitimately shows the entire movie. It's ridiculous. It's one of the worst trailers I've seen in a while. I think part of it is also is is the title. I mean, it's just it's such a boring title. I mean, it's it when you look <laughs> at the, when you when you go to the movie theater and you're looking at the list of things, you know, you're it's not it's not I mean, obviously The Rock right. was not obviously the most exciting title either, but when it's like what's the movie about the ambulance? <laughs> ambulance? Yeah, I, mean, I'm, I would I would when I'm going out to theaters and the trailer would start, I would lean over to who I was with. I'm like I'm like, "Okay, Three points away. Tell me what you think the name of this movie is. <laughs> I was going through, like, like you're never gonna guess. And they like, and everyone came up with so much better ideas than it is. And it gets to the end of the ambulance, and they turn and go, "What? Really? Ambulance? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, they really thought legitimately. If we make the L A green, that will fix all of <laughs> yeah. our our naming problems. Do you think that yep. was it? Yeah. <laughs> Typography. It's going to yeah. be a typographical fix. It's like, yeah, like, like the people were like, like you know, the V looks like a seven in seven. We could <laughs> yes. just they did that in seven. It's got to be okay here. I'm actually surprised the yeah. L A isn't just the like 
typographied front of an ambulance. Like you kind of see the <laughs> oh, ambulance standing yeah. in okay. as the bumper, as the L A kind of. You, you get me. You get me. Michael Bay. Give me. I a get you. Uh, <laughs> he name checks the movie The Rock and the movie Bad Boys in oh, his own no. movie. He has characters talk about him. Oh, no. Oh, and do a, a great Even big dog. Even Clint Tarantino eats, doesn't do that. No, I know. And uh, a really big dog owned by, I don't remember that actor's name, eats <laughs> Mongolian barbecue and poops in a car. So it's super clever. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, how is how is Jake? How is how is Jake Gyllenhaal? He's great. He's great. He's he's weird. He's doing this thing where like he keeps breaking and trying to be a little too funny. Mm. It's a little uneven, but he's still like captivating. And there's so much screaming while the camera circles around. (laughs) So much screaming. Everyone's screaming all the time. I heard a a, I was listening to Kermode Mayo talk about this movie, and they and and Mayo interviewed uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen. the second, two, the second. And he is such a genuine guy. And he spoke mm-hmm. so protectedly in this interview that I thought he was he was legitimately embarrassed by doing it. Like, it felt like he oh, just no. didn't know what to say. But I'm getting the, th- the, the feeling that maybe, I mean, he was good, right? I mean, it was, it was okay. Yep. It's well acted. Okay, so my yeah. my principal question then is, ha, what's going on with Michael Bay? Is it because all of these people are good? <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal is certainly good. I I see Jake Gyllenhaal in a movie and I think, oh, I should probably give that some credit. But then I saw Michael Bay and I was like, yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait to watch it for free because Six Six Underground was so stupid. Yeah, Six Underground. I couldn't yeah. finish Six Underground. I had to like yeah. shut it off. I was. Like, I think hey. he's. I think there is. There is like we talk about uh, often the the uh, you know what we need to do, where we need to spend money to keep uh, grown up movies being made. Right. This we we talked a mm-hmm. lot about this with the oh what was the Rashomon one that just came at the last duel. Um, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a perfect movie, but we want movies like this to keep being made. And there is something about my like I am. I am absolutely pro Michael Bay, The Rock era, but I feel like he has yes. damaged his credibility with some of these properties since, and I'm just fatigued by his choices anymore. Yep. And so now I see Jake Gyllenhaal, and I see a movie that m- may have been intriguing, but because it has Michael Bay attached to it, I, I just don't give it any thought anymore. And and that may be uh, maybe just me, but it's certainly where I am. No, I, th- I think I think I think the box office shows that it's not just you. Okay, well. Yeah, but you're you're welcome, yeah, box office. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I think sorry. I think part of it is that, like you know, in in this in the genre, if you're if you're a genre filmmaker, it's part of the conversation, and the conversation is always moving. And I feel like Michael Bay isn't. So it's like, mm. okay, anything you do action wise now, you have to comment and reflect on the fact that Fast and the Furious is the dominant force in this industry now. Like you can't do the same stuff you were doing before that because the game has changed. In the same way, you can't do like. Morbius, a 90s style comic movie, because we had a lot since then and we've learned things. You, you sort of need to move your, your thing forward and, and do the next yeah. thing, not do the last sure. thing. Drones. <laughs> drones. So many drones. You figured it out. Think, drones. I, mean, I sort of feel like Michael Bay is the kind of guy who's just like, you know, I'm going to fly them all myself. Give me, give <laughs> me your right. iPhone controller. <laughs> Let me go to town. <laughs> Let's do trailers, Tommy. You're first. Hey, everybody. It's me. Um, Kyle, hit that trailer theme song. Go! Perfect. All right. Uh, This was one of my favorite shows 
uh, that came out many years ago, and I loved it. And now it's coming out with season two, and I'm extremely excited because it looks like they're taking it in a bold new way. This is Russian Doll, season two. Is this some kind of like 80s flesh mask? <laughs> you need help getting home, anything? The universe finally found something worse than death. I broke time. Do I need to be worried? Maybe we have unfinished business. So you're telling me that this family lost its gold twice on a train. Nadia, don't mess this up. Maybe we're just supposed to, like, enjoy the ride. I'm still exploring my options. There are things in life that cannot be explained. Inexplicable things happening is my entire modus operandi. Starring the always fascinating and always kind of weird Natasha Leone. <laughs> Uh, this has the same group coming back, but it looks like instead of repeating the same day over and over again, they're going back in time or going forward in time. The trailer is delightfully confusing in a way that just makes me really want to see it versus ambulancing it all over the place. Um, so I'm, I'm cannot wait, cannot wait for this to come out. How about you guys? I'm so looking forward to this. I love it so much. And I feel totally primed because we just did on the show slums of Beverly Hills where Natasha Leone mm. is just, fantastic so i am yep. so i am absolutely on board for this and i loved loved season one and i came to it late so i did like i came to it i managed somehow to be unspoiled and yet still the innocent rube in every conversation that i had about it so i <laughs> i can't wait to be on board i'm on the train with natasha yeah, I loved the first season. I thought it was fantastic. I like that now that they that people are doing time loops and that kind of stuff and adding consequences to it, like like uh, Happy Death Day did. That mm -hmm. it, like every time she goes, things are a little bit and a little bit worse. And and it's not just the you know it's not just Groundhog Day. If you're stuck in the same day. It's like no no, <laughs> it's getting progressively worse uh, for you and everything else around. And I I was worried for season two, like they were gonna find what's the new hook, what's the new thing, and I'm like oh, time traveling train. <laughs> like <laughs> can I watch it now? Oh, yeah. Leona <laughs> is so interesting because she's one of those people that I watch and go, are you OK? Yes. Like, are things all right? Like, I, I'm, some, I'm so legit worried sometimes. I, I don't know if that's just her persona or just how she is, but uh, it's it's I guess it adds that element of of danger that you don't really know what's going to go on. But she's she I couldn't think she could hold a hold her own in a show and she carried that entire show on her back. And uh, now she gets to do it again. When so. she says uh, I broke time. Uh, just the way she says it, it's like she's she owns yes. she owns my heart, and she doesn't yeah. care a lick about it. <laughs> All seven episodes, because it is on Netflix, will be starting streaming on April twentieth, which is next soon. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Enjoy, everybody. All right. You're welcome. Four twenty, Kyle. Yeah, you're next. Hey. That's right. So when you're done Russian dolling, uh, then uh, there's the little show that could the the one that defined an entire thing. Uh, that's right. Stranger Things is back for season four. You've broken everything. Your suffering is almost. At an end. 
Dear Billy, I don't know if you can even hear this. Ever since you left, everything's been a total disaster. For a while, we tried to be happy. Normal. I know that's impossible. you guys far from Hawkins because I thought you'd be safe a war is coming I'm afraid your friends at Hawkins are very much in the eye of the storm I don't have my powers how to say this other than just to say it without you we can't win this war and i totally forgot the show existed it's, <laughs> it's been so long since the last one i saw the trailer come out and i'm like oh yeah that's right that still is going on oh they actually they're one of the few shows that actually made it past season three on netflix so you know kudos <laughs> to that if I didn't see season three, how lost am I going to be for season four? Because season four actually looks good because it looks like they've got a house on Niebold Street. It looks like they've got a haunted housey kind of thing, which I'm more interested in. I think it'll be fine just because of how long it's been. Okay. Uh, but I actually would I would recommend season three. Yeah, season three is very Stephen King. Yeah. Really? I would yeah. Say. It's it's got some Tommy knockers in it. It's got some other stuff. I mean, like I, I it's you can you can. I don't want to give away too many of the influences because you'll know Got exactly it. what they're doing when you start out okay. and you go, oh, you're doing that. Okay. But uh, yeah, it, I think it, it was a, it was a good solid season. And this one is they're, they're bringing it to an end and they're bringing in a D and D guy. So yeah. are you going to, the big bad is, is Vecna. Yeah. He's from Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. So like they're actually bringing in a real oh really <laughs> you know, star of nerd culture. That is going to be the, they finally putting huh. a face to all of the, the Demogorgons. And I don't think there and, is a way to have ended this show any better, right? Like there just really isn't. That's just a perfect nod to what the show is and why so many of us kind of fell in love with season one. Uh, and so I, I think it's, I think that's exactly, it is exactly what it needs to be. So I'm I of course I will watch it. I, it is strange because I see the kids and the show has paced in such a way that is you know I, we don't need to go too far into it, but it's paced in such a way that the kids have grown up and uh, yes. they're all yeah. taller than you can tell in yeah. the trailer. They're all they're all all the guys are shaving. Yes. Like yeah. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> anyhow, I can't wait till we start high school. <laughs> uh-huh. mm, okay, all right. Uh, you you can you can check out the first set of episodes on May 27th, and then you have to wait until July 1st for the second half of it. Oh, okay. All right. Then I get to talk about mine. I know no, you. you have been wondering, when you walk into your city, mm. you look around mm-hmm. and you say, God, who does own this city? Who owns this city? We own this city. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we own this city. You guys know who I am? Please, let me see your hands! On the ground, keep your on the ground! Hey, so tell me something. We asked the questions. I'm just curious, I mean, what brought y'all into us? Long story. 
lot of twists. No doubt. No doubt. I'm Nicole Steele with the Department of Justice. In a city of 620,000, BPD cops reported over 300,000 pedestrian stops in the last five years. You guys have locked up and beat on so many people, we can't get 12 in a box who are willing to trust what a cop says. Could there ever be a moment where a police officer performed their job in such a manner that you would agree with the finding that he should be fired for abusive behavior or brutality? Sir. Has it ever happened? We're doing our jobs. What do people want for us to stop policing? They want us to do it without the collateral damage. You know what the Baltimore cops who don't have complaints are doing every day? No. They sure as hell ain't policing. And you can't just blame the cops. We serve the politicians who thrive on being tough on crime. And when they reinstated me, they put me in a unit made up of a bunch of the biggest crooks in the whole goddamn department. These men right here, my detectives, we do things by the book. Mr. the Menace, I'm living. We Own This City is a new uh, series, and I did. I, I this is one of those where I watch the trailer, and it looks it looks fine. It looks like kind of a brute. It looks like uh, like narrative blunt force trauma, and that's fine. It, it feels unsubtle in what it is trying to deliver, and and I get that. What I hmm, then I read that it is from David Simon. And George Pelicans. Yeah. And I get I change my tune. And then I am able to look yep. at the cast and I see Bernthal and I see um Charles Charles, uh, Charles uh, Josh Charles and I see uh Dagmar Dominchik and I see Rob Brown and I see uh Wunmi Musaku and I don't know actually know who some of those people are, but some of them I really, really <laughs> do. And uh yep. and I am provoked to curiosity. In a new way. So I watch the trailer again and I think, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. I get kind of what you're doing. It still feels like blunt force trauma. It still feels unsubtle in its message. But when Josh Charles looks at me and winks, he has me. (laughs) He just has me. He's the Natasha Leone of Corrupt is. Cops. This is, here's the interesting thing. This is an American uh, miniseries based on the nonfiction book of the same name, We Own This City, uh, by uh, Baltimore Sun reporter Justin Fenton. Hmm. Uh, it chronicles the rise and fall of Baltimore Police Department's gun trace task force and the corruption surrounding it. It is a true story, and uh, it was developed and written, as I said, by David Simon. And his buddy. So I loved the wire. I was deep into the wire, uh, and so this this one feels like uh, it is of it, it is fruit of that tree. So I, I think I'm into it. What do you guys think? Hundred percent. You had me at police and corruption and all of that stuff. I'm fascinated. And of course, David Simon. He wrote my all time favorite true crime book. What was that? Uh, homicide. Homicide, A Year in the Life of the Killing Streets, which is what they made the, the TV show, Homicide. Uh, so no, I'm, I love his writing. I've read, I think, all the David Simon books, like The Corner and stuff like that. So no, I'm uh, really excited. And I'm also excited that it's not Treme, because I had trouble getting into Treme. So now I'm ready for this. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm a huge John Barenthal fan. 
So whenever mm. John Barenthal shows up and anything, I'm like, oh, good. He's still getting work. Yay. I, I do feel a little bad because he's such a genuinely nice guy and a really funny guy that I feel bad that these are the only roles he's getting. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic as a Punisher. But like he was also on a, a, a sitcom on CBS called The Class a long time ago where he played this this really dumb like handyman. And he was so oh. funny. And it's like, he never, he never gets to do that anymore. He always has to do this. We're yelling at people and, and shooting them and stuff too. I, 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 <laughs> I'm glad you didn't work, but I'm like, I, I like typecasting is still going on. Uh, even well, in, it's, a, it's, it's a walking dead curse, right? Like, yeah, he, I guess so. I guess so. He yeah, defines who, you. You yeah. start out and that's what you're defined, defined by. And, I mean, even uh, in the latest episode of Picard, uh, an actor from The Shield shows up. And as soon as he walks in the room, I'm like, well, that guy's yeah. a cop. <laughs> it turns out, that hey, guy's, that a, guy's cop. a cop. And this is like, oh, I feel really bad. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> but, you know, but he got to be in a new episode of Star Trek. So, hey, that's great. Uh, your your convention life is your set for now. But, life is uh, <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, but yeah, uh, Tommy and I have share custody of uh, Josh Charles. So. Um, we were both in love with him way back mm-hmm. from the sports night. Dan. Oh, I love sports yep. night so much. Dan for uh, life. Cut me. Oh, so <laughs> much. Um, this comes to you by way of the max HBO max. Actually, it is set specifically. It's set to premiere on HBO. Does that mean it's somehow prestige HBO? Ooh, uh, oh. I don't know what that means, but it comes on April 25th, 2022 on one. Of the still hobos. haven't figured out their branding. <laughs> no, yet. they have not. Uh, that's where we are. April 25th. Enjoy. We own the city. Good pick. Lots of TV. That's like, like like 40 hours of television that we just presented to you. I know. I, I regret that because Sit maybe back, you, you won't come back to this show for 40 straight <laughs> hours of your entertainment oh. dollar. Here we go. We're going to play a game. <laughs> Today's game is called Logging. I may... Oh, I hope it's as complex as the last game that was on. (laughs) Let me just tell you this. I will open by saying no one will have to go into this cone of silence during this game. Okay. Okay. Uh, The movie's movie's logline, as you know, is a door to a magical place, an invitation to wonder and drama, and an opportunity for a budding filmmaker to make their mark on history through the silver screen. You might not know what a logline is, but you've certainly heard one. It's the hook. It's a few brief sentences that provoke the reader or viewer to go further. Today, we're going logging. I have prepared three lists of log lines. Famous, fabulous, but unproduced, and fake. Your job is to tell me which is which. Oh. A famous log line comes from a film that has been produced. It's out there in the world, and you could go watch that movie today. Check your local jurisdictions and streaming rights. A fabulous log mm-hmm. line is from a script that has not yet been released, but has been written with the intention to sell a script. Think Blacklist. So what mm-hmm. you're asked to judge here is, is this okay. movie meritous of production? Is it real enough? Okay. And the third is a fake log line, which is just me trying to trick you. <laughs> okay. okay. Tommy, I think we're going to find out that he just wrote all of these himself just to try and show us how good of a writer it's, he it's is. Actually, this is my audition. <laughs> is there, is there, a, is there a, <laughs> just, just log writers? Yes, that's all I want to do. For example, I would give you this log line. Uh, and, and in some cases, you will hear me, uh, you, you may be able to read into my presentation of it because I have to, <laughs> to actually hide a name 
of somebody who would totally give it away if it's legit, oh. right? So, Oh, I see. The yeah. character names are in Well, the... for example, okay, I might say a captain is sent on a dangerous mission into Cambodia to assassinate a renegade colonel who has set himself up as a god among a local tribe. True. Famous. And Apocalypse, Apocalypse now. now. That's the example. It's, it is famous, and it's Apocalypse Now. So... So we we're also to, naming oh, the, name film. the film. If it's if you say it's famous and you don't know the name of it, then it's not famous. <laughs> it's on the tin, man. Or it's on our brains the are malfunctioning. Tin. All right, here we go. Who's first? I'm just going to read it, and you're going to tell me what you think. Oh, all right. So we are teaming up. Yeah, that's fine. I like okay. teaming up. As you know, okay. Tom, I take this from you. Friendship always wins. Friendship always wins. It okay. Always Got wins. The agency sends their best troubleshooter to Europe to retrieve an item full of vital information, and the defector who produced it. Betrayed by a mole, the agent must outmaneuver the rival intelligence services competing and save the defector and discover who the traitor is. Is that Atomic Blonde? I'll do it. I'll say that. Yeah? I don't know. Okay. It's Atomic Blonde. I can't believe you wow! got that. Holy <laughs> cow. My subterfuge was foiled. Good work. I even saw that movie. <laughs> I thought you said, and then they all die on a staircase. Okay. <laughs> and they find a staircase for like a quarter of the running time. An escaped yep. convict stows away on a cruise ship in a desperate bid to reach international waters, only to discover <laughs> that he bears a striking resemblance to the ship's captain. Fabulous, famous, or fake? Well, unless that's a comedy. I think that's, I think that's, a, that's a Pete Wright original. Yeah, I'll go with fake. Fake! Foiled again. It's a <laughs> fake. Oh, you Do you have a guys. do you have a title for that film? Because that sounds interesting. No, I don't. I should I should have titles for all of these. <laughs> I have no title. That is your bonus point. Can you come up with a title okay. for the fake ones? Go. Oh, Captain, okay. my not Captain. Dub. <laughs> 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 Crushed it. Crushed it. All right. <laughs> Following the death of her vivacious, entrepreneurial 30-something son, Ben, Lori, te- Lori learns that he has, had some fro- he has had frozen some of his sperm before his passing as she embarks on an unconventional journey in search of someone who may bear Ben's child. Lori forges an unexpected friendship with a woman who, in turn, starts to fall for the memory of him. We haven't Ooh. had a fabulous yet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to say fabulous. Yeah, I agree. Curses, it's fabulous. The title is <laughs> right. The Way You Remember Me by writer Jeffrey Roth, and that is a uh, popular uh, blacklist entry from last year. All right. <laughs> a troublemaking biker gang, the Dead Dogs, are the unlikely last line of defense when an insidious plot comes forth in their native Michigan. <laughs> 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 the Dead Dogs. Wow. Um, I think this might be fabulous as well. I'll go with fabulous. It's yeah. fabulous. Fake in your oh, face. No. No. <laughs> but and what that does so say is this will be on the blacklist 2023. Oh. All right. So it's called <laughs> Dead Dogs Run. <laughs> okay. You could have it. How about <laughs> this? When a mild-mannered company man gets embroiled in futuristic megacorporation cyber espionage wars, he must decide whether to trust his instincts about the only woman who might be able to save him. Is that Johnny Mnemonic? I wonder. What do you think? Sure, I'll go with that. Okay. Real. 
You get a half Famous. point. It is real, but it's not mnemonic. Oh, okay. Nope. It is the movie. Say it one more time. Oh, all right. Guy, corporate. When a mild-mannered man gets embroiled in a futuristic megacorporation cyber espionage wars, he must decide whether to trust his instincts about the only woman who might be able to save him. What was the movie? Never mind. Lawnmower Man 2. Nope. Yeah! <laughs> Lucy Liu stars in 2002's Cypher. I've never Cypher. heard of that movie. <laughs> okay. There you go. It's a 6.7. That 6. makes me think that I've never heard of Cypher? Lucy Liu. It, yeah. <laughs> Cypher. All right. Here we go. Yeah. All right. After being rescued by a... You know, you just told it to me, and you think, and I still think it's fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good. I'm going to let you have that. Lucy Lawless in Cypher? <laughs> like, I can't hang on to any of them. <laughs> Siphon? Okay. An aging patriarch uh, transfers control of his clandestine empire to his reluctant son. Oof. That is brief. That is brief. Uh, What's the first three words? The aging patriarch. Mm. Aging patriarch. Okay. So not there will be blood. But it was a dubious company? We're not. What was the company? We're not talking about Cypher anymore. <laughs> but what did he oh, say? It was like it. transfer. He was like clandestine empire is what that. Oh, is. clandestine empire. Yep. Okay. Empire. I thought this was like a really boring version of Severance. <laughs> I'm gonna say Severance Succession. Sure. Okay. I, I don't love think that's real Severance. Um, I'm gonna say fake. I think it's too broad. What do you think, Kyle? I think we're being. I think we're being punked. Are we, think, are we being a hornswoggled? I think we're being hornswoggled, but I'll, I'll. But I'll trust your instincts because I don't have any other ideas. But you're hornswoggled hey. in what way? You think what? What do you think I'm trying to do? I think it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a for real movie. Yeah. Like and it's gonna be. We're you're gonna say yeah. it. And you're, we're gonna go. Gonna, it's like it's Chinatown, and we're like, oh yeah, because he's giving his thing to his thing. But yeah, but I can't think of what it would be. So. What does clandestine mean? Secret. Uh, secret. Underground. So it could be, that could be espionage. It could be spot. Like, could be organized you know, crimey. Could be organized crime. Yeah, I mean, like that's I mean, it really could be. Could be it could be because it is. It is the Godfather. It is the it Godfather. Is the Godfather. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nailed it. Got it. A disastrous grinder hookup goes from bad to worse when a meteor unleashes a horde of aliens on New York and two ill-matched men must depend on each other to make it through the night alive. That I sounds think it's fabulous. Fabulous. Fabulous, yeah. fabulous in many ways. It's Max and Tony's One Night Stand by Thomas Kivney, an unproduced right. script. That oh is Oh my God, true. I want to see that movie. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? I'm very excited about that one. Uh, how about this? When a billionaire businessman pot plots to cull the human race, a trainee in a secretive independent intelligence agency has a chance to prove himself better than the more privileged candidates. You, you want to say, that's fabulous. And then you want to say, Pete probably wrote that, don't you? You want to say both of those things. And then you think, he's probably trolling us right now. It might be the help. But then you'd think, that's crazy. <laughs> The Help, the movie The Help. <laughs> Can you read it one last time? Yeah, please. When a billionaire businessman plots to cull the human race, a trainee in a secretive independent intelligence agency has a chance to prove himself a better agent than the more privileged candidates. Cull the human race? Oh, is this Kingsman? Kingsman, the Secret Service. Well Kingsman. done. Good work. Yes. Good work. Standing. <laughs> 
Good work. Okay. Yeah. Remember Cypher? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lucy Lou? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, this one. I- you look behind me. Go. I just have like ciphers. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> when I'm- it's playing on the TV behind me, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> When America's favorite born and raised in the heartland TV personality is revealed to be an immigrant, the whole world crumbles. Mm. TV personality? Yes. This would be the born and raised in the heartland TV personality. Can you think of any? Look at my face. Mm, yeah. No, that's a fake <laughs> face. You're right. It is yeah. Fake, and this one is right. courtesy of uh, screenwriting Reddit, and the title Ooh. they actually have is Ooh. "The American American from America." Well, <laughs> that's funny. Well done, the good. feels good that's man. Good. That's like the that. title of that yeah. one. I love it so much. Let's do. I'll quote that one. Two more. I've got two more. A son and future king searches for his identity, his eagerness to please <laughs> others, and penchant for testing boundaries gets him into trouble. Penchant for testing boundaries. Mm-hmm. A son that's going to be king? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the, is it the Lion King? <laughs> it's the Lion King! <laughs> <laughs> nice job. Don't you mean David. Hamlet? <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so I got one. A female, <laughs> a female master thief. And her ex-boyfriend, who works for the FBI, team up to steal $100 million worth of gold bullion being transported on a 777 passenger flight from London to Zurich. Female thief. Wow, that was so... <laughs> so gendered. <laughs> yeah. I vote either fabulous or fake. Or famous. <laughs> I'm going to say... I think fabulous. I think that's... Like, there's so many specifics in there. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. That's a blacklister. Daniel Kunka. The title is Lift. Unproduced. Well done. It Yay! Is, we did it! Fabulous. That is it. That was fun, logging. That was fun. That, that was, was fun. Good game, uh, Good game. That was the game. And now we get to do the lists in a moment. Because yeah. first we have some housekeeping. I don't know if you remember this. We do housekeeping here. If you're not yet a member but would like to become one, head over to thenextreel.com slash membership. Most will cost you is $5 a month, just $5. But what does that do for us? It pays for server hosting. It pays for the uh, thousands of podcast episodes that we have sitting in the Next Real Vault. The Vault. And we're no Disney. We don't hide them in the vault. Uh-uh. No. All you're doing is, is saying, hey, you, Next Real, I commit to you just a little bit. I commit to you and the work that you're doing for the laughs, for the loves, for the heart. Or the movies. Oh. Mm-hmm. You also oh. get access to live streams. You can watch us right along or listen along as we record the show live. You get early access to shows, and, and uh, sometimes now you get extra fancy versions of the live streams in your very own member bonus feed uh, as a member full subscriber. It's just, again, it's five bucks a month, and you can become a member and uh, get access to all the goodies and the early access and the very special triple secret members only Discord chat rooms uh, in our Discord server, which is great. So we appreciate you. We thank you for considering it, uh, just head over to thenextreel.com slash membership to learn more. And we talk about a lot of movies. Why not shower us with money? (laughs) That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, you're you're thinking, God, these guys talk about a lot of movies. How will I ever know what movies they're going to be talking about? Or how will I ever keep up? 
with the trailers that they talk about on this show when I want to add them to my own watch list. Watch list? I don't even know what that is. And who owns this thing? (laughs) All you have to do is head over to the Next Reel's Letterboxd HQ page at letterboxd.com slash the next reel. That is the best social network for movie lovers. If you want to uh, connect with a fantastic new community of people who love movies and just like talking about movies and they they don't get into uh, nonsense talk on Letterboxd, they talk about movies. It's a movie talk place. You're going to fall in love with it and you're going to say ads. I don't like ads. I'd like to upgrade my account with no ads and know that I'm supporting a fantastic team of developers and movie thinkers who are making this thing better every single day. And uh, you're going to want to go sign up for a pro or patron account, and you'll use the code NEXTREEL at checkout. Why would you do that? Because it saves you 20% off your annual membership to Letterboxd. Mm. And that's even good for renewals. And that does not Mm. happen in this day and age. uh Uh-uh. You want to renew? Uh-uh. You're out of the loop. We don't don't care about you, most of these other places think. Not Letterboxd. They care about you just as much as the new people. Just as much. Let's talk lists. This week's list was notorious slaps in film. Uh, The challenge that I had this week, I will say, is making sure that my slaps were notorious, and I think, in fact, I may have failed on several of them. They are, in fact, comedic slaps in film, because I forgot until just now the word notorious. So notoriously what? comedic. <laughs> I watched that's like magically delicious like four times in a row, and I couldn't I find couldn't, any. You slaps couldn't find any slaps. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm a believer. I think uh, in terms of Babe Ruthing it, I think there's going to be a steal. I think we're going to call. Mm. I'm going to call a steal. I, I, then I will I will I will uh, Babe Ruth your Babe Ruth and say my last one will not be stolen. Ooh, no. Oh. I think I have right. a, I think I have a Uniquay one here at the end. Standing. All right. Well, Tom goes first. So, well, I'm not going to do the big obvious one. The big What's obvious the one? big obvious one? Well, I don't want to say it in case one of you guys has it. <laughs> I guess it must not be that obvious. Huh? Snap out of it. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm going to say, you know, if you're in some sort of a vehicle and someone becoming hysterical, sometimes you have to slap them. And then the person next to you in line has to slap them. And the person behind that person has to slap them. And then there's like a nun in line and someone has nunchucks and stuff. I'm talking about the slap fest in the movie Airplane. That is a steal. Oh. Hey! Because we couldn't actually say it. That was the one I yeah. knew was going to be stolen. Ah. Of course. Oh, I, got I, it. But I couldn't, you can't call that because then no. it guarantees it's going to be got it. Abrams and Zucker. Oh, dear. All right. Airplane and it's a steal. But it's not a double steal. Kyle? No. No, no. Nope. All right. That was not one of mine. All right. What do you got? Uh, however, uh, from the same creative team, uh, it's bad enough uh, when it is that you uh, you say something and you say something really mean and you get slapped. But this hand comes up and you block it. And then the hand comes up the other side and you block that <laughs> hand too. But then a but third hand the comes yeah. and slaps you? Uh, from 1988, the naked gun from the files of police squad. It's one of the, my favorite stupid sight gags. It's so good. That's awesome. So, so stupid. Who is it slapping him? Is it Priscilla Presley? It's Priscilla, yeah. It is. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I got to go back. Yeah. And okay. one of Ricardo Montalban's best performances. Oh, dear. <laughs> so bet you do. good. It's the fish with the pen. Oh, That's when right. Montalban pulls it out and looks at it. Right. It's 
too much. Uh, mine <laughs> comes from, uh, oh, what year was this? Circa 1985, a great grand year for movie comedy. And uh, in this case, it was a movie with several slaps. There were several slaps, but I am picking the slap that outs Mrs. Peacock as <gasps> a man. Oh, good one. It's Clue. And by the end, between Eileen Brennan and Tim Curry and uh, and uh, uh, Michael McKean, uh, the slaps uh, were fantastic. I love all of it. And um, that's it, Clue. I think Clue has been picked several times uh, mm-hmm. on this particular list, but I it was the first slap that I thought of. For my second one, this also involves numerous slaps, but it's from the same person, and I'd like to introduce it by asking you a question. Am I rushing or am I dragging? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is it a double steal? Did I steal? God. Whiplash. Oh, double oh steal. my goodness. Double steal. <laughs> what wow. happened? This was most of what to the no, same BuzzFeed article. Huh? It's, it's actually, I, this is not a double steal. A double steal technically is when the same movie is stolen by two people. I steal from both of you. Oh, okay. But since Kyle did this, is, this a... is actually, you just stolen twice. I see. Wow. I can't believe this it. Is the this most... is unprecedented. Unprecedented. What if... <laughs> is there a term for if he gets all three of yours? Failure? I don't know. <laughs> like the trifecta? What is the yeah. hat trick? It's never happened. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. We'll have to come up with a name. <laughs> Kyle. All right. So uh, obviously a lot of these things are are these slaps in cinema are built on um, big anticipation and there's, and there's fights and they're yelling and stuff too. And, and some maybe like someone's hysterical or they said something out of line or someone trying to put someone in their place. But it's very rare and and can be entirely hilarious when you don't see it coming at all. You know, you're hanging around with your friends and you're walking up and one of their friends says, hey, high five. And then a five foot hand comes out of nowhere and smacks you down to the ground uh, in jackass 3D. That's great. <laughs> they Did you guys see jackass forever? I have at not. WrestleMania and it was still yeah. funny. Uh. <laughs> God. I treated myself to Jackass Forever in the theater after I finished my short film, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. Is it really? Okay. Is it? I think, it's, it's, I think yeah. it's on Peacock. It's on is one, it? It's on one, yes. or, or Paramount. It was Plus, on one something of the I didn't services. have. Okay, yeah. So I went in the theater. It is fun. There's like about a third of it I couldn't watch because it yeah. involves eating gross things or bugs. But then the yeah. rest was really fun. That's that's pretty much how I feel about Jackass. It's like the one third yeah. of it is brilliant, and then two thirds that I really could. Uh, no, a third of it I could do without, and the third of it I never want to ever see or have in my brain. <laughs> uh, my second one, I actually it would be redemptive if this were a legitimate reverse steal because I know it's one that Tom loves for sure. Uh, because Uh-oh. we have quoted it to one another before. <laughs> I have to ask you, are you going to do something? Are you going to skin that smoke Damn wagon? Or are you just going to stand there and bleed? Stand there and bleed. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kurt Russell. That is Kurt Russell in Tombstone. Skin that right. smoke wagon. Uh, skin that smoke wagon, see what happens. <laughs> skin that smoke wagon, see what happens. What I can't remember that is who me. he's slapping, who he slaps. Oh, in that. it's Billy Bob it's, Thornton. It's Thornton. Okay, that's right. I yeah. couldn't remember if it was, if it was, um, uh, I don't know, Powers Booth or one of them. It's been a long time since I've seen that. I just oh, remember because yeah. it's like super tight and you see him just yeah. slapping with the butt of his gun. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, Tom. For my third and last one, 
we've talked about trying to calm people down. We've talked about slaps coming out of nowhere. But what about a slap that's so effective it brings you back to life? Lindsay, you've never backed away from a fight in your life, you bitch. Now breathe! It's the abyss. Fight! Fight! The abyss. Yes, that's a good one. It's not yeah. a steal. The life. You know, Slipped the life into you. <laughs> when you find out that uh, right before he wrote that script, James Cameron had just had a really nasty, messy divorce. Then you watch that yeah. scene, you kind of go, oh, you oh, were yeah. working out some stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. And then the, in the next scene, all the girls drown. And they're like, um, <laughs> James, that seems weird. He's already got the suit on then. I don't know. <laughs> all right, Kyle. All right. Uh, all right. So uh, my last one, I, uh, and like I said, I, I called I called Rashad, and, uh, and uh, so far it has been great. I don't think I'm going to steal this from you, Pete, but yeah, we'll see. Well, it's a situation now you we've are. all been in. Uh, you know, when, you're, uh, when your estranged father decides he wants to take you on a cross-country trip, even though you desperately want to go see your favorite performer, uh, he's taking you away from all your friends and the, and the girl you're in love with, and then he takes you to a horrible theme park uh, where you have to watch animatronic characters ground, and then one of the characters comes up to you and wants a guy in a costume wants to give you a big hug uh, because uh, and then you just can't take it anymore and you just slap the head backwards on the guy and say beat it doofus from a goofy movie <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what <laughs> goofy that takes Max what? to <laughs> Lester's Possum Park and one of the characters sees that Max is not enjoying himself and comes over and says like you need a big hug from Lester and oh. picks him up and Max gives him the hugest slap and spins his head around backwards and the rest of the scene the guy is wandering around in the back of the, of the scene <laughs> he can't see anything it's, that's funny it's, it's fantastic <laughs> that's, goofy. Goofy that's not goofy. a steal <laughs> I know it wouldn't be told you okay um, I the, but the last one I can I, I feel like I can say with some confidence it is notorious. Mm. Oh. But what, what is most important to me is that this movie includes some outstanding slappage reciprocally in a dramatic fashion where in different isolated sequences, one character is dominatingly slapping the other and then they flip-flop going the other direction. Uh, and, oh, how do I, how do I leak this out in a way that you might <laughs> grasp it, in a way that you might really get what I'm saying, that you might drink my milkshake. What might I say? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my alternates. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. What I love so much about this, is the first is the uh, is the get out the spirit sequence of Paul Dano is going to town on Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes. Going to town. He's on his knees and Lewis is just taking it. And then they switch at the end and, and he says, I want my $5,000. I want my $5,000. When am I going to get my money? And uh, Plainview just launches and rubs his face in the oil slick and like smacks yep. the crap out of him there will be blood i feel like i need to put this back in the vault in the peat vault for a while because i think i've picked it uh, frequently <laughs> over my last few appearances but uh i i have this movie has aged on me in some really uh, important ways i i have appreciate you, have it have you heard paul tompkins talk before. about his time on set uh no <laughs> i haven't why it's really good yeah in uh, in um uh Laboring under delusions, his uh, right. stamp special. He he was an act- he's he's in the movie, yeah. but you only <laughs> but very very briefly. And he talks about his time in there and and watching Daniel Day Lewis act from like you know <laughs> from two feet away. Wow, uh, he says he like, is the 
He's not an intense man. He is the most <laughs> intense man. <laughs> it's, it's a, he's a great yeah. storyteller. It's a really funny story. You check it out. Because he was supposed to be in Magnolia, but yep. was cut out. Yeah. He plays the That's person also on the other end of the phone. Talks about Magnolia. Wait, yeah. Tompkins was or Lewis? Tompkins was. Yeah, no. Tompkins was there. Yeah. Tompkins is the one that's talking to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. On the phone, trying to get in touch with, him. Oh, and they filmed okay. all his scenes, but then they just left his voice in. Oh yeah. my goodness! And he says he says he knew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they were when they were filming. Well, um, that's that's my list. But you just you're making me think of something I forgot to say up front, which is uh, Dead Eyes, uh, the podcast. Have you listened yep. to it? Oh yeah, I have not heard the episode yet, but I've been wanting to. Extraordinary, extraordinary, extraordinary podcast. The story of one man's uh, efforts to understand why Tom Hanks fired him from uh, from uh, there will be or there will be Band brothers, brothers. <laughs> band of brothers, twenty years ago uh, because he has dead eyes and it has it's been long running, <laughs> but the the new episode yeah. is. The email from Tom Hanks comes in and says, I'd like to volunteer my services, T. Hanks. <laughs> and that leads to uh, an interview between the two of them. And it's extraordinary. It's extra- super heartfelt. It's not at all what you'd expect. And I just loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. So anyway, there will be blood. That was my final. What did you have as your, uh, any, any uh, uh, backups of note? Mm. I have two. Well, one was there will be blood, but I have two more. Uh, there's a montage of, uh, Bill Murray getting slapped over and over again in Groundhog Day when he's trying mm-hmm. to date what's her name. Yep. And then also Titanic when Billy oh, Zane yeah. slaps the heck out of uh, Kate Winslet yep. after she cheats on him in like an old timey car. That's I don't right. remember exactly how it goes. <laughs> it's an old timey yeah. car in the ferry level. Well, it wasn't old timey right. then. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, it was, it was just timey. <laughs> Contemporary time. Yeah, yes. that's right. Okay. Those are my other two. What'd you have, Kyle? Uh, let's see. I, I, had, I had Tombstone on my list as well. Uh, I had, uh, we, the whole thing we had was just people slapping other people, but, uh, but I, there was nobody had anything about people slapping monkeys. It'd be not so at the I museum. Have, uh, I did. The museum. <laughs> yeah, I had that on the list. <laughs> and then, um, okay. and then because, you know, it is Easter weekend, so why not somebody being slapped for blaspheming? So when Indiana Jones says, Jesus Christ, his dad slaps him across the oh, face and says, don't uh, blaspheme. So good. Last crusade. <laughs> so good. Well, that, y- you nailed my one of my backups at the museum. I do love the the monkey slapping. Um, yeah. But the other one was actually another Bill Murray slappage, and it's Bill Murray and Carol Kane and Scrooge. Scrooge, which I is had that one outstanding. Oh, uh, right. It makes your cheeks rosy and your yeah. eyes sparkle. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> <laughs> and that gives us. Um, that gives us the opportunity to figure out what are we going to hand to next week's cast. And next week's cast will be Mandy Kaplan in the big chair with Ocean and Ray. Mm. So uh, the only thing I had thought of was um, just in the last week or so, um, Star Trek the motion picture has been re-released in 4K on Paramount Plus. So like they, they finally... To finally, finally, definitively put all the special effects in, in the way they wanted to. Still not a good movie, but, you know, there it is. But uh, I was thinking, um, like, our category would be, like, most improved. Because if you go from Star Trek Motion Picture, the next thing they did was Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. So, so most to have like, to, between... to pick the movie that, like, that like, like uh, this shouldn't have got a sequel, and yet the sequel ended up being... Better than the original, something in, in that area. Sure, that's a big for. They won't know, or maybe Chrissy will, but that's horror films. 
that oh, yeah, there was yeah, a whole there was a whole run where sequels were so much better than their first ones. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know I, the most improved I think, but like we can we can workshop that. I don't. Is that is that? Do you think that would uh, lead into a good list? I I like it just fine. I like it. I think it's between that and ambulance drones. Because <laughs> that's all I'm thinking. Of. What about cyber thrillers? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so how do you series efforts? of movies um, most? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, uh, sequel better than yeah. It's like some sequel. Yeah, the sequel, the sequel was better. The best sequel. The sequel was better. Is that really? Um, let's see. Um, oh, how about upgrade? Is, oh, <laughs> upgrade. upgrade. Sequel better than the original. Good. Oh, sequel better than the one before it. There we go. So we don't have to, it doesn't have to be, a, you don't have to do a two. Oh, so we could just say when, a, oh, okay. When the sequel is better than the than movie. Then what preceded it? Yeah. I love it. Okay. We'll go with that one. Mission Impossible 3. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Actually, I, I would I pretty much say the entire Mission Impossible series. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so I've just eliminated the entire category. That's right. Way to go, spoiler! <laughs> right, people, you can't use Mission Fantastic. Impossible. Fantastic. Uh, all right. Well, hey, thank you guys. This was really, really fun. Uh, what are you? What are you up to right now, Kyle? You've got a lot going on. Well, I've, there's a there's a cyber thriller starring Lucy Liu that I have not seen <laughs> you before. You're just not jealous. Shot the You're top of my just list. jealous. Oh, um, right. It's called like Seal Man. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Seal. <laughs> Do you know Starting what? I just have to say, sometimes friendship loses. <laughs> <laughs> we all win. Uh, the uh, Curiosity Codex is still uh, up, up and running. Uh, so the the next uh, part of my chat with um, a director, uh, actress, uh, voiceover, uh, d- does a really good Kate Beckinsale uh, doing a Romanian <laughs> accent. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> we'll be coming out too. We're, we're finally getting to the good stuff. We're actually getting to the point where where our conversation was supposed to start, which is about her actual movie. Then, but we we sort of got into her origin story and had so much fun talking about her ups and downs in in Hollywood. That, but now we're finally getting to the point where we're like, and then you got to do your own movie, and so that's where we're we're, we're finally getting to that point here in the next week or two. Depending if you remember or not, uh, you'll be listening to it sooner. It is so good. I've been listening to the member episode for next week in my. Uh, yeah. in my fancy member feed. And it's so good. I've really loved the whole thing. Uh, she's like, she's a real blooming onion of mystery and history. <laughs> I know. And I like every, like time, a, every time I... Like, I, I talk to her all the time. I'm like, you know, I don't, you're, not, you're not the same person, right, that Kyle's talking to? <laughs> like, yeah. that's not really... It's a different... <laughs> like, right? I sort of had a, you know, I looked even at her IMDb profile, and so I had a rough idea, but then we're talking. She's like, did I tell you about when I auditioned for SNL? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, what and are you talking about? it's such a good story. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Uh, and, uh, and also yeah. uh, the, the latest episode of uh, Curiosity Codex. I mean, I'm sorry, the latest episode of Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society came out, and both of these gentlemen are on it. So if you like either of their voices, oh. you will hear both of them in it. And they both <laughs> did fantastic jobs on their performances. Even though in the recordings, both of them had said that they did not like what they had done, they were wrong. <laughs> Uh, I am blinking. You miss it. Tom is of substance in this episode, mm. and it's really great. <laughs> it's really what I, what great. I find, what I found hilarious in the editing is you would do a take and then say, oh, that was terrible, and that would be the take I would use. <laughs> you were a terrible judge of what was a good performance for yourself. Aren't we all? Okay. Uh, yeah. Tommy, what do you got? Uh, next week. 
Uh, on Wednesday, I'm going to Jackson, Mississippi for a wedding. So goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Forever. Then, <laughs> then I'll plug it. Uh, we are finally, finally recording the last bonus episode of What's That Smell? Our season six, seven hiatus break. There have been many complications getting this on the Oof. calendar, uh, but mm-hmm. I think this weekend, as we were as as this episode is released on Saturday, by Sunday, uh, uh, Tom and I will be recording our a a, a real tour de force uh, episode of the What's That Smell? <laughs> Sometimes Funny Anxiety podcast, um, in which we do a tour of uh, mixed drinks, ready made ready made cocktails. cocktails for your on-the-go drinking pleasure. We have a we have a survey okay. of them, and this is a terrible idea. And we do have a guest host, uh, Mandy Kaplan from The Man Cave, will be joining us for this horrible, horrible idea. Uh, will you finally reveal what the smell is? No. We don't know. No. Oh, okay. yeah, we can't talk about it. If yeah. you smell it, you can't talk about Seriously. it. Yeah. So you're doing a whole Twin Peaks thing where yeah. it was like, it was never about the smell. It's never about the smell, no. <laughs> okay. It's, it's it. always about, yeah. Uh, it's never it's about, about Laura the, Palmer. The smaller man. Uh, thank it's you about everybody. the log ladies we've met along the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for hanging out, downloading, and listening to and being part of this fair show. We sure appreciate you. And uh, don't forget, nextreel.com slash membership. Help us out. Support the show. Kyle Wilson, Tommy Metz. Have a great Saturday. Tommy, hit him with your catchphrase. Oh, you've been sad, man. <laughs> Go do something nice for yourself. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. (laughs) 